Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the podcast where you will get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts you buy and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. This episode is sponsored by Full Bay. If you own or operate a heavy-duty repair shop, you should check out this game-changing cloud-based solution. And you really can have it all. Efficient techs, faster invoicing, better inventory tracking, and more time with your family. To learn more, go to fullbay.com slash HDPR. That's fullbay.com slash HDPR today. Welcome to episode 33. This episode is a little different because I was recording this at HDAW 2020 in Grapevine, Texas. I had the chance to sit down with John Ferry, who is the vice president of Turbo Solutions, and we had a chance to talk about his company, what they do, why it's important for cost per mile, and we think that this is going to be an episode that's going to be valuable to you, the listener. The audio quality is a little different because, like I said, we were recording on site and that makes it a little, just a little different than doing it in the studio. But I hope you enjoy the conversation. We are at HDAW 2020 in Grapevine, Texas. It has been quite the show. And right now we are at a hotel room where we're recording our first live interview on the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Normally we do it with video conferencing calls, but we have none other than John Ferry here with us today. Now, when we think about the company that John works for, I think about turbos, and uh, I guess today's a little bit of turbo talk. Uh, Turbos have been on heavy-duty diesel trucks for many years, but how has the technology changed, and are there best practices to maintaining them and making sure that it is lowering our cost per mile when we make a purchase decision when we do have to replace a turbo? These are some of the questions that we are going to get into today, and I'm very, very happy to have John here. Now, John is the Vice President of Turbo Solutions, so he's the man to ask about all these turbo questions. John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So, John, when did Turbo Solutions open its doors, and what need in the industry was Turbo Solutions looking to fill when it first got started? Well, our owner, uh, Warren Klein, uh, had a desire and a vision uh, to open a best-in-class turbocharger company uh, that was primarily centered around heavy duty. So uh, we focus on class six, seven, and eight. Um, I joined the company in 2017, and my goal was to fulfill that vision by hiring excellent people and getting the product right, making sure that we had the product available. Uh, we don't sell to the general public. We don't sell uh, a retail 
Uh, our goal is to sell through distribution, and we have set up a network of independent distributors around the country, really best-in-class distributors, uh, that actually uh, uh, carry and service their marketplace with our product. Okay, so this question wasn't in our uh, outline, but as you're talking about your role of trying to find good people, mm -hmm. how did you make decisions around that? Like, What criteria were, were you looking for? How do you define good people? Excellent. So to me, good people, after 35 years in the heavy-duty business, you don't always find people that know everything about the truck parts and the components. Uh, what I look for are smart people and smart people that have heart. They want to separate themselves from other employees. They want to be the best at what they do. And if you give them the proper leadership, they usually don't disappoint you. And I could not say that better myself. That's excellent. So when we think about turbos in the last five years, uh, mm -hmm. the heavy-duty industry, I think that's been one of the themes at this uh, year's mm -hmm. show at HDAW is mm -hmm. that change is in the air. Yeah. Things are changing. What is changing with turbos in the last few years? Well, I'll tell you, it's really um, um, been the last 12 or 13 years because with the emissions change in 2007, turbochargers changed into what they are today. Uh, rather than provide power and torque, turbochargers are part of a very complicated engine aftertreatment. Uh, and the fact of the matter is that the VGT turbos of today drive emissions. So that's been the biggest change. Okay, okay. So I think emission control has just probably been the thing that has impacted the industry the most in the last 10 years. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. When it comes to what products you sell, now mm -hmm. from a little bit of research on Turbo Solutions, it mm -hmm. doesn't take you too long to figure out that you do new and reman. I'd love right. to hear about that reman process. Now, just to give a little backstory, I started in the industry in 98 mm -hmm. right out of school at mm -hmm. a remanufacturing plant that did pneumatic controls. Mm -hmm. So I remember that process and what that shop was like. I'd love to hear about yours. Well, you know, I've been associated with the remanufacturing business for many, many years. And really, the easiest way for me to explain remanufacturing, a lot of people are confused because they believe that remanufacturing, rebuilding, and repairing are the same thing. When I talk to customers, the number one thing that I point out to them is you cannot be a remanufacturer if you don't do 100% disassembly. By doing 100% disassembly, you not only find the parts that failed, you find the parts that are going to fail shortly. So remanufacturing is uh, an art. And to be able to consistently have a dedicated process to bring it, uh, uh, a component uh, back to OEM quality is really uh, uh, different than simply rebuilding or repairing. Right. So I think of uh, when we were doing pneumatic controls, a repair would be where you took maybe a cover off of a valve right. and replaced one O-ring, mm -hmm. put it back and out of door. That's, that's a repair. That's a very good example, James. Yeah. And a, and a reman, when, when we did reman, we actually mm -hmm. would have to do short run machining on parts because mm -hmm. parts were maybe no longer available Correct. or they were damaged. Are, are you faced with those same challenges or are you doing the same things? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we do have our own machine shop. Uh, that's definitely part of the remanufacturing business. Um, you know, uh, our, our goal uh, is to make sure that, uh, you know, whether it's uh, parts that haven't failed yet, as I explained, uh, even factory upgrades. You know, I have people say to me, hey, do you build those turbochargers as good as the uh, OEMs? 
And my answer would be, and sometimes they laugh, but my answer would be, in many cases, we're building it even better because we see the common failures. We know what the weaknesses are for each series of turbocharger. And there's things that you can do, including uh, factory up, uh, updates and upgrades to make that product better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we interviewed Brian from Kitmaster mm-hmm. and they're in the fan clutch business and they uh, said the same thing. They mm-hmm. just, after tearing apart thousands of fan clutches exactly. and examining where the failure points were, they figured out ways to make it better. Exactly. Yeah. So it's you're a, in the same position. Same position. Awesome. Well, you're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with John Ferry, Vice President of Turbo Solutions. Our conversation isn't done yet. We're going to shift a little bit in our focus. Is there best practices for maintaining and servicing turbos that our customers, or our listeners rather, your customers, can think about to try to elongate the time between service intervals? Is there things they're doing wrong? Absolutely. You know, with the emissions change and the introduction of everybody's headache, uh, EP, uh, excuse me, DPF, EGR. The fact that the VGT turbos of today are part of that complicated system, it is very important to make sure that the whole system is maintained. Uh, many times a customer will replace a turbo when that really wasn't the root cause of the problem. And unfortunately, when he puts the new turbo on uh, or the new reman and he has the same problem, they're very disappointed and obviously they're throwing money away. Yeah, that makes sense. When it's time to replace a turbo, because eventually they're going to wear out, how do you make a buying decision that lowers your cost per mile? Because that's a real focus of the podcast. Well, you know, uh, number one, remember when it comes to turbos, uh, it's all about the oil. You, you know, you have to make sure that, the, you know, you're using the right viscosity, you're using clean oil, you want to make sure that there's no restrictions. When you take a look at the top reasons why turbochargers prematurely fail, number one is dirty oil. Number two uh, would be oil starvation, where not enough oil was getting to the turbo. Uh, Number three would be foreign object damage. So you want to make sure, to my point earlier, that if you're going to replace a turbo, understand what killed the first one. If you understand what killed it and you're able to make the proper repair, that turbo will last a long time. That's fantastic. Is there something about turbos maybe that we don't know that's interesting? Well, I... It's funny, you know, I think they're sexy. (laughs) You know, the fact is, when I tell someone I'm in the turbo business, they always smile. And I don't know if it's because maybe they had a hot rod Camaro or whatever it is. But, you know, the whole thing about speed and performance uh, always makes people uh, uh, smile and happy to talk about it. But, you know, it's it's a great business. And the fact of the matter is that, you know, uh, at this point in my career, when I go to work every day and I see the young people that are coming into our business, into our company, and how excited they are about making sure that we're successful, it's very rewarding, even more than my paycheck. (laughs) Wow. Uh, but you still want a paycheck. I still need the paycheck. The <laughs> wife would get mad. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let, let's just conclude our conversation with, is there one thing that you just want listeners to take away from today's conversation? What's the one thing they need to remember? The one thing that I would tell them is, uh, and I've said it a couple times, 
you know, don't think about turbos the way they were prior to 2007. Think about the way that they are now. The fact is that a turbo today on a Class A truck is going to spin at 120,000 RPMs. At that speed, any introduction of foreign matter and any problems that deal with lubrication is going to kill that turbo. Be aware of that. Fantastic. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with John Ferry, Vice President of Turbo Solutions. John, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, that was my discussion with John Ferry of Turbo Solutions. I enjoyed it. It was great to meet him at the show. If you'd like to learn more, go to tsreman.com. Links are in the show notes for you to check out. That's tsreman.com. Have you subscribed to the podcast yet? Go to heavydutypartsreport.com today to subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget to give us a five-star rating and review on the podcast player of your choice. I'd like to remind everyone to focus on cost per mile over purchase price and... Let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.